Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. We have uh, an audio-only episode for you. We're going to be doing video episodes on Mondays from now on that are going to be released uh, Mondays, 9 p.m. This one's a little late. You know, this is a big week on our tour here. I'm in New York City doing a show at the Beacon Theater. We're coming from D.C. We've been living on a tour bus, um, but we have a new studio being built in uh, Los Angeles, California. So we're here with Ray, and Ray's come over to the hotel, and he's brought his equipment. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, it was a necessary thing to have you. What, because the equipment? Well, that's part of it. That seems, I mean, I feel like people like me. Well, you insulted my hat. It's not a great hat. You insulted you, you, Look, I see a hat. Now, you, you wear hats sometimes now. People see you in the videos wearing hats occasionally with your sunglasses. I wear them frequently. They're good hats. This is, you, you have his hat. It's got an old school mesh hat, but it's not even like a trucker hat. It's the kind of hat you buy at a gift shop of a golf course when like you forgot, you get to a golf course and you go, oh, I forgot my hat. I'm afraid of getting like leopard spots on my head. Let me get a hat. Right. And then, and, and you, and you, and you're flaunting it to me. I say, oh, what's up with the hat? And you go, what do you mean? Well, I'm not flaunting it. You came in and immediately started attacking well, it. Well, you said, this is a cool hat. I'm like, well, look, it I mean. It was a gift. It's a nice gift. Someone gave it. Someone gave it to saying, me. It's fine. It's a gift. I, all, I, all I said originally was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Because it's not the kind of hat I think you would wear. Are you? Are do you? Are you acting the way you're acting now, like on a pedestal, because you're going to teach a class at the University of Austin? <laughs> do you know what the University of Austin is? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's Barry a, Weiss's new online school. Is is she running it? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. No, you, have, no, 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 no. no. I it's, saw on Twitter today about it. It's all like yeah. the people that have been canceled from the. Uh, institu- uh, institutions of higher learning right. are it's like Lex Friedman and Tykazinski, the Weinstein's <laughs> and Barry and some of the people. Wait, the Weinstein's been- are involved. Oh, I mean, come I mean, on, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> you nuts. Yeah, some of the people at the University of Austin like me. Many do not. Right. I was not approached about the University of Austin. But what would you have liked to have taught? Well, here's the thing: all the people that I hate hate the University of Austin. But what's great about me is I'm like kind of a, an ally of no one, really. Right. They don't really want me involved in that either. If they offered you one of those uh, honorary degrees, yeah, would you show up to accept? I want a fellowship. What is a fellowship? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I want it. I don't know, but I, I want more than an honorary degree. I want to be able to teach a class. Oh, so you want to be a yeah? Adjunct we, I believe we can get we can kind of apply to be students or to be professors to be students at the University of Austin. I'm sure we could. Yeah, I don't think they're going to turn our money away. I <laughs> wait. <laughs> what do you mean? It didn't. By the way, it it didn't even dawn on me yeah. that there would be money exchange. <laughs> like I didn't even think about the idea that there would be like. 
financial. I mean, this is uh, in case anyone doesn't. I mean, I, all I saw on Twitter was people sharing like screen caps, going like, "No, we don't have accreditation. We don't have like we don't actually offer degrees per se." Well, here's where I will say the the university system in this country is is insane. Sure. The amount of money it costs to go to school. Right. How useless a lot of these degrees are. Sure. And I've talked, uh, you know, all, you know, ad nauseum about um, the how corrupt these uh, institutions are in terms of, like, the teachers raising their own salaries, administrators raising their own salaries, sure. professors, people making a lot of money. Uh, they're in league with... The government guaranteeing these loans, kids putting themselves in an insane amount of debt. And it and a lot of these schools, not all of them, but a lot of them, everything is pretty one-sided politically. That's pretty true. Well, sure. I mean, the way I see it off the top of my head seems to be like saying, like, hey, the EPA is not great at making sure your water's not poisoned. So just poison buy some poison water from us. I don't think like it's like, oh, like these degrees are useless. So, like, they're no better than us. There's no argument to buy your degree. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the University of Austin, I don't think it's for people that want degrees where they can <laughs> actually work. Right. I think it's just people that go, we want to pursue truth. It's skankfest for Brett Weinstein. <laughs> it's perhaps that. Yeah. It is. But it's, like, people that are going, I want it. It's the dedicated, the mission statement seems to be, it's dedicated to the fearless pursuit of truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the mission statement I'll of it. Higher. Veritas. <laughs> so now I think it's all online. Can can you get your phone or my phone? We got to look this up because I hate the woke universities, which we're not even supposed to say woke anymore. Why? What do you mean why? Well, we're not supposed to say them. Say the word woke. Because we're not allowed to say anything anymore. What do you oh, mean sorry. why? Because today they just came out with the decree. Uh, you know, one of the, Chicks from the View is like you can't say woke anymore because it's a dog whistle or whatever. Who knows? Woke's not a dog whistle. It's just like a why look. Everything is a dog whistle to these people. So we, but I'm saying I'm no friend of the blue-haired gender that's, studies. Well, that's more of a dog whistle. What the blue hair? I think blue hair is more of a dog whistle than woke. What is blue hair dog whistling? You know, it's just like that kind of like you know uh, gender fluid. Yeah, but I I'm honest. I hate them. Sure, but I I'm think they're like, dumb. I think woke is the most like sterile way. I, I don't care. Say Great. both. That's fine. That, I'm just saying, I'm no friend to these people. Sure, and I kind of support the University of Austin, but it is seemingly a little absurd. What happened to America? That I got picked between like two groups of hucksters. That's always been America. I, I mean, guess. it's always been America. What do you, what do you want me to look up here? We got your phone there. The yeah. University of Austin. Okay. This is why the show doesn't work without a producer. I want to know how to get in and if we're allowed to get in and what we can do. Okay. Uh, what starts here should, changes the world. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Should we get into the University of Austin? Right. And then start problems immediately? Oh, yeah. And like start claiming. That we are non-binary and where we were like sexually assaulted. Oh, you mean like as students, we started saying like Heather Heyer like raped us? Well, maybe not her because that, I don't know how believable that is. Brett Weinstein? Mm, I don't know. Well, then who? <laughs> Barry Weiss? I don't know. I, I just, I think that we, you gotta, you gotta start poking around with not, not outright rape accusations. Sure. But just 
little by little. I was misgendered. Well, like little by little, just you play the game a little bit. <laughs> just play the game. I had a microaggression done upon me. Well, they're not playing that game over there. So you, it's, it's going to have to be the other side. What do you mean? It's gonna ha- we're going to have to start accusing people of being gay. Oh, this is okay. what I mean. Like the other side. Right. We're going to have to start accusing people at the University of Austin of like trying to invite us to secret trans parties. Okay. That they're ha- like they're self-hating trans people and they're having these trans parties and they're inviting us to them so they can sexually assault us. What if I start slut shaming? Is that like a viable path? No, that they you're going the other way. Like University of Austin is going to be okay with all that. Do you okay. understand what I mean? I, look, you gotta go the hard, other way. Conservatives are a weird thing because sometimes they like it when you when the people fuck, but then you know also you you call them sluts. We could start. You call them pig whores. Yeah, we could start doing. We could start accusing people of being in a massage. Okay. You know when it go down sure. that road? Go down that road. Yeah, you killed Diana. We could start getting the race shit really crazy. We could go like. Is there gonna be a lot of like racial diversity on the campus? Well, I mean, like we could start pushing it into hard right where they're uncomfortable, <laughs> like to just shape a skull stuff. Yeah, yeah, we could start pushing it there. Right. To see how far they'll go. Hey, how big's your lie, <laughs> Gerbils? What? How how big is your? You got the big lie? I was trying to do a Gerbils reference. Okay. Do that on hard your right. Own. It's a hard. Do that on your hard right. I do say. that on the show that gets three thousand listens, please. Five, eight, five to eight. Okay. <laughs> Tell us how do we can get in here. Okay. Admissions and aid. Undergraduate admissions. Let's see. Uh, welcome to Longhorn Nation. What is that? No, this is not it. You're on the real one. Oh. Ray, you're on the... <laughs> <laughs> Ray, there's a real... University Texas A&M. Like, university... Or, or, like, maybe it's not Texas A&M. There's a university in Austin... We're not talking about that. The University of Texas at Austin. That right. We're not, we don't mean that. Get on Twitter. Go to Twitter to the University of Austin. On Twitter, okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get into Barry Weiss's college. It's the University of Austin. With Lex Friedman and uh, so Andrew to, Sullivan's on it. There's other people. So let's go to Barry Weiss first and then... Yeah. Okay. I, there's a Twitter... Dedicated to this new college. Is Barry Weiss off Twitter? What the fuck is going on here? Did she block you because you're fat? Maybe. The official Twitter account of Barry. Oh, no, 57,000 followers. That makes sense. No. Is this Barry Weiss? What? I, look, I don't know what you. What tell, are you talking about? There's some guy, and this is you, Barry Weiss. No, dude. I'm that, looking. I'm trying to find. I mean, it. are you? What do you not follow? Do you? you you, no, I don't follow Barry Weiss. What are you talking about? Why wouldn't you? Why? What's to follow? Why? Because you don't agree with her? I don't. I follow 400 people. I'm sorry. I should follow more people, I guess. Okay. I have it right here. Okay. I have the University of Austin right here up. Now. I'm sorry. It's not on my, on my homepage. <laughs> right. But I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find out what's going on here. Austin Org. At Austin Org, University of Austin. It's being followed by 10,000 people already. Here it is. Ready? We're done waiting for America's universities to fix themselves. So we're starting a new one. A university dedicated to the pursuit of truth. The fearless pursuit of truth. Niall Ferguson, Heather Hine, David Mamet, Joe Lonsdale, Stephen Pinker, Lex Friedman, Andrew Sullivan. Other people. 
Larry Summers. I think a lot of people. Isn't Joe Lonsdale like Enron? No, he does Palantir. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if what if it was just corporate criminals? Like Fast Out. Andy Fast Out. Ken Lay's son in parentheses. Um, but it's the University of Austin. I mean Dave Portnoy. Yeah, I, look. Why I mean, not? You could be the gym teacher. It would just be a funny week to announce that he was Dave Portnoy's <laughs> gym teacher. Is he too toxic for them now? I feel like he's. I, don't know. I feel like look. I don't know what happened with him, but like I feel like he's in a better position. I trust him more than any of these people. I, I probably do as well. Dave Portnoy, you know, insider. You know, you don't remember this kid uh, that used to work. Uh, there was a comic. Uh, this kid named uh, I'm not going to say his name. Okay. He used to be a comic. He quit comedy. Then he started working for Business Insider. He interviewed me a few months ago yeah. for like an hour, and um, the the profile never came out. I totally forgot about it. Then he texted me three days before the Portnoy thing came out, or like two days, and he said, "Listen." Um, uh, the reason it never came out of Business Insider is they wanted me to run a hit piece on you. Right. That you were some, like, reactionary comedian. Look, I'll at- say this. I don't, like, the way they marketed that story. It's like, crazy. It was ins- I've never seen that. Like, I mean, yeah. people give shit to the Times. Have you ever seen the Times, like, pay- like, like promote a particular story and, get, like, pay gate it? Like, it's, that's the most trashy like yeah. unrespectable way to like do anything. Just like, throw it behind the paywall yeah. to me was unconscionable. Also, when you read the story, there was no crime committed. Right. There there was no suggestion of any crime committed. Yeah. There was no suggestion read the, yeah. that he abused his power in the workplace. There was no suggestion that he had an inappropriate relationship with someone that worked for him or that he had promised someone something. It just seemed very weak. Yeah. No, look, sure. It did not seem like it was really that, you know. And I think... I didn't pay for the articles. I didn't see it. When it comes... No, but there were screenshots. I didn't pay for it either. Don't imply (laughs) that I paid for it. it. You would have more money if you went to the University of Austin. I agree. Portnoy took a lot of eyeballs. You're in the sports world more than me. He's taken a lot of eyeballs away from people like ESPN and stuff that, you know, you know, probably are not happy about that. He's an enemy of the New York media. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I can't say it's wrong. I mean, I, yeah, it seems right? like that would be just logical. I mean, you know, uh, you, you, you think it was like fucking Steve Naismith and, the, and, and some of those guys at ESPN? <laughs> no, I just, I don't think it's those guys. I think that they... People don't like disruptors. I think sure. Portnoy's a disruptor. I think I'm a disruptor. Well, he's, also, he's, he's a loud mouth. He, he trashes. He go like he's not afraid. Like when Elon Musk was doing shit with the, with the whole AMC thing. He yeah, was, for sure. He was going after Robin Hood. He's going yeah. after this. I mean, he he's not afraid to rattle cages. And so the idea that someone would retaliate in this I, wouldn't surprise me. It's the same thing as like what, what what we've done and what I've done yeah. with with podcasting. It's like I don't set out to you know, do anything other than make people laugh, but people end up getting angry and then the show's done really well. So a lot of these New York media types hate me too because they're broke and they don't have anybody following them. And I have all these people following what I do. And I think right. Portnoy's in a similar position. I mean, look, it definitely seems Business Insider has done nothing to make me think it's credible. That You know, I, I, I there's nothing... Like when I love me- that they changed the name from Business Insider to just Insider, where they're like, well, when that happened, 
recently. The past ba- couple of, like, after the article yeah, came out? No, it was a couple of months ago. But they're, oh. they're basically like, no, we're a tabloid. Yeah. Like insider. It's our edition. Yeah. yeah. We're like, we're a tabloid. Yeah. I mean, was Business Insider ever legit, Mag? I, I have no idea. It always, yeah. The guy that started it is like a disgraced guy who's banned from trading. Oh, and really? Portnoy's going at him on Twitter all day. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... See, look. Portnoy's a scrappy guy. People want to oh, see yeah. him fight. They want to see him in a corner fighting and... and you watched that video of him when Michael Rappaport was suing him and uh, over that shirt he made and then the, the lawyer was giving him shit and he's just talking shit to the lawyer. You don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. He's a, he's a Boston guy, you know? Yeah. He's got money. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Why make the money if you're not if you can take shit from lawyers? That's a great point. You know, come on down to the University at Austin. <laughs> Will this have a physical campus? Uh, they, 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 there was some screenshot about like how we don't really necessarily believe in. Oh no, they, they, they do want physical space. They like the idea of it. Yeah. Well, you need a brick and mortar. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be like a yeah. next for Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, so it's gonna be like an H and R Block. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need a brick and mortar. Sure. For yeah. tax purposes. For sure. <laughs> no, there should be like a quad where people can hang out. Yeah, the alley next to the Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to have security because Antifa is going to probably visit that campus. I mean, look, here's the reality. None of the people you mentioned, they all have some money. They don't have endowment money. They don't have that kind so of money. So who's going to bankroll this? It's a great point. I mean, Prager, you, they seem to be bankrolled by like some kind of, you know, I mean, the mega churches or whoever. I mean, I'm not sure who. And also, are they even a brick and mortar situation? Prager you? I, I don't think Prager you is a real you. But, it, but I'm saying it seems like a more legitimate setup than whatever this is going to be. Perhaps. But I don't think Dennis Prager is. Do you think anyone's going? I said I went to <laughs> Nobody's walking into a job interview going, hey, I went to Prager you. I'm sure in, in, in certain areas yeah. of the Bible Belt. Yeah, the might... guy who started my school is talking about how he wanted to contract COVID. <laughs> Remember that? Dennis Prager was like, I wanted to get it. I was hugging people. And I finally got it. Now I'm happy to have it. The Lord blessed me. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's a little crazy, but I, I'm telling you right now, it's getting, I was, I, I'm, I'm vaccinated. What is your feeling on the booster? Uh, look, at this point, uh, you know, I don't think they waited for the booster to kill me. No, in, in, in the worst case, I'm saying. I understand, but like, don't, it, it, at a certain point, it's like I have, uh, I have had it. I have the right. antibodies. I sure. do, I'm a little wary of just continuing to just put COVID in. You know what I mean? Look, I mean, I don't know if it's an indefinite. I, I totally get that logic, and I'm not like I don't necessarily agree with the mandates, right, or anything like that. Uh, me particularly, I'm not on the cover of Men's Health this right. month. You know, so I, I might, you know, uh, go one more booster. One more. Just tied me over for the winter. Yeah. You <laughs> tied a booster for the winter. <laughs> I got to think about it. I think I have the antibodies from actually having it. Look, I don't I don't want the booster. I don't want to keep putting this in my body. I don't know if there's any real downside to that. Uh, well, I don't know either. I don't know there isn't either. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, the problem is no one's going to know. Yeah, maybe. If there's a downside to the young people getting myocarditis, whose hearts are getting inflamed. A lot of people get myocarditis. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> That's such a Pfizer response. Hey, hey, it's just a guy in an office. Hey, a lot of people get myocarditis. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> Shut the door. Um, yeah, but there people are losing their minds. I mean, you know, I'm backstage getting ready to go out and do a show in DC. Everybody had to show their vax cards to get in. And then these people are coming up to me going, You gotta have your mask on if you're not in the green room. And it's like something's going on here. Right. So people are going to get boosters and still keep their masks on. So explain to me what's going on when, is it just going to be mask forever and boosters forever? Cause I'm not doing that. Right. And I think most Americans that are rational people don't want to do that. I think they got six months left of where I could even like pretend like, Six months? I'm saying of like, look, I'm not saying of six months of me wearing a mask all the time. I'm saying I thought you were like, they got six boosters left. <laughs> if you can't cure me with five more boosters, including this one, listen to me. Six boosters left. That's it. I'm saying this. In six months, we're 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 gonna be where we're gonna be. It's like we're not gonna fix this. But why aren't we there now? Uh, there was a lot of resistance. Look, these are all narratives working out, right? So the level but of the cases are not high. I don't. Look, I don't look at case numbers. But <laughs> I, I don't know. The problem are they not high? I don't. They're know. not high. They're okay. like kind of high in Colorado, weirdly. Okay. And then they keep saying like Europe's experiencing more cases than you look at. It's like two hundred. But here's my thinking. And I'm not saying that anyone should, you know, like, like I'm not, I'm not being skeptical, but it's like, you know, it's gonna get worse in the winter, it always does. So like the next spring, it's gonna thaw out, it's gonna get better, and then that's kind of where we're gonna be, in my opinion. But that's what we thought last spring. No, and then there I, was look, the Delta. I, you know I'm, what not, I mean? I'm not saying what's gonna. I'm not, like, I'm not predicting what's yeah. gonna happen. I'm saying from my my perspective. I understand, but we're two cycles of that line of thinking not working out. Well, the first cycle was very contentious. 
And then the second cycle... Do you, is it getting less contentious? No, but look, here's the thing. Here's the way I look at it is, regardless of whether you agree with the vaccine or not, there was a legitimate reason for them to go... We need a vaccine. Sure. We need a vaccine. Hey, we're going to try to push this out. We're going to try and even the desperation mandate. All right, give it a shot. See, maybe people will just take it. Fine. You, you made your play, right? Now... It didn't work out. It's like a movie that failed. It's like, you know, it's like when John Carter came out or yeah. back in Disney and Bob didn't keep releasing the trailer for John Carter. Yeah. You know, so it's like, where's the shot? Just keep putting the trailer. Maybe it'll excite them again. Right. Now, it's what all, was John Carter? Why did that bomb so bad? It was based on a story called John Carter from Mars. It was about a man who... Went to Mars or came from Mars. And what like, year was this? Like 2010, I think. Yeah. It was a real big bomb for them. It was before they bought the Avengers, I think. So, it was, so yeah. It, there, there's, there's part of me, though, that I'm getting a little sick of it. And I don't think I've got six months left in me. No, I, I'm saying for me. Like, I, I, I've always been a little more like, look, I don't think it's going to poison me. There is a virus. Like, I don't think I, I'm not. Consp- so I'm just like, but I'm, say, I'm saying in six you, months. You know, here's what I'm saying. In six yeah. months. I'll start going out like this has got to stop. But Where, like, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. I'm like, look, because like, here's the thing: a lot of people are yelling at each other, and like, if you give, if you give them the benefit of the doubt, the CDC fuck makes them fucked up, you know, calls. I, I just, yeah, but like they I tried. Just think they're they're dumb. Yeah, but that's not I, what I, the, look. I I think they're doubling down on something they know doesn't work. I don't I, think I don't this think is work. I, I, look, I don't think they know it doesn't work. I think it's like, look. It, but it, it hasn't worked. It fades away after a while. But it doesn't work when you get it. It doesn't work. I know work. you got it. But I, look, they keep saying the breakaway case or breakthrough cases or. Uh, but you're. Or like rarer than like. You the, know that it's wrong. Like you. They're I, not I know rare. some people got it. But Every, also. Everyone that got it has been vaccinated. Like a lot of people a have lot been vaccinated. Of them, there are plenty of them. They've switched the narrative now from breakthrough cases are rare to they're not rare. I don't think they did that. Yes, they did. Really? Yes. I don't know. What do you want me to do? You want me to get pitchfork now? I'm telling you, in six months, I'm going to pitchfork. Why do I need to get a pitchfork now? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to be the reasonable guy. But it's, it's not reasonable. You're sounding like a crazy person, and I'm kind Maybe of sounding, you're right. I'm like, I'm not, you're I'm kind not, of now sounding like a lunatic. I'm saying to you, look, we'll fight the government in six months. <laughs> you want six months to just get in shape? Yeah. You're like I need a boot camp I fat six right months. I can't do it. I got. So I've been doing the on the switch. I've been doing the dance game. What is that? Sh- they have like a game where you hold the Joy-Con and you just dance around, to like follow the motions. Oh my god! Trying to get some ac- action. What is that? It's just. You a, it, are you sitting? No, I'm. I'm standing. I'm, I'm moving around. You can tell how you're moving. It's called Just Dance on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I, I'm. I'm spinning around my apartment. Just trying spin, to get, well, that's uh, dangerous as well. Sure, but yeah, I mean, I get a little in shape a little bit. Yeah, and you. So you're just spinning around dancing. Do you choose the music? They have popular songs. I was dancing to something. It was a uh, like the weekend. Well, or- this is what you do instead of the booster. <laughs> you don't need the booster. You need this game. <laughs> And you just dance around your apartment. You shed the pounds. They have the, the, the weird little hoop all, like with a fitness switch fitness thing. But yeah. I was afraid the hoop wouldn't you know go around my stomach. Because he was like, put it like, like a hula hoop or something. But I, You've I was, always been an interesting fatalist. <laughs> like, you're an interesting fatalist. Like, I have all these weird, like, I'm, hypo, I'm a hypochondriac. I'll get MRIs I don't need. Like, right. I'm a weirdo like that. You do have an interesting element of, and I respect it. And I want to be more like it. The fatalism. Like what, what will be will be, kind case kind of. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like things are simpler. 
a lot of the time. Like, yeah, look, they make a big fuss for Kennedy when they want to kill him. Right. And like a, and 9-11. No, no, no. I don't mean conspiracy theories. I mean, right. like, with no. health, you're not, right. you're, not, you don't, you're not a guy that's, like, panicked about. I mean, I should be. Well, sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Me. Well, that's, I agree. <laughs> that's kind of the question. It's like. Well, but the interesting thing with you is, like, you're panicked about all the wrong things, too. You admit that. Like, you're panicked yes. about, like, you know, a rash when you should be, right. you know, getting in shape. Like, yes, I agree. So, it's like, yeah, I, I don't worry about, if I'm going to get cancer, I'm going to get cancer. Right. That's how I view life. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go to a doctor. And like have them check me out. Probably they don't they, look. People get cancer all the time. My mom got like had cancer. She survived, but like five doctors told her she didn't have it, That's and she was point. persistent. It's a good point. You know, like I mean, I'm just, what I'm, kind I'm, of cancer did she have? Uh, like ovarian. Okay. You know, my point is like I'm not that. I person. love I love just the idea of that because I've heard that story from many other people. Yeah, where literally it's it's the most demoralizing thing. Yeah, and you know it's these fucks don't want to pay. They just want them to drop dead. Right. And like literally, like people like your mother, people that I've met, literally have to go and go. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> I have cancer. I'm bleeding from places. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's cancer. I, I googled it myself. It's cancer. I did years ago. I had uh, a like. A scare or whatever, because I thought my balls were lumpy. So I went to a urologist. Oh, first thing, I went to a, um, my GP, and then he told me first go to get a sonogram done. So some woman just rubbed jelly on me and starts scanning my balls. I go to the urologist. He just grabbed my balls and like they he didn't. And I said, like, I got a sonogram done. They said they didn't send me shit. They just gripped my balls. And uh, he said it was just swollen glands. But for all I know, I've had testicular cancer for 15 years, and, I, and this is growing. Right. I, I tried. I went. And it's, I was told I was an idiot. He looked at me like I was a fucking moron. That's a good point. Yeah. But do you know why? Because none of these doctors were educated at the University of Austin. That's a fair point. They're, 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 things they're, are going to change. They're blinded by the woke. Things are <laughs> The Long Island, <laughs> fucking. That should, that should be the fucking their theme song. Blinded by the woke. <laughs> Just Lex Friedman and Barry Wise banging cymbals together. Blind Jordan Peterson. Blinded by the woke. Is he on board or is he an outcast now? I don't think he is on board. He's the look. It's a weird thing. Is he's he, like the only one that like he's like the star of the bunch. He went the furthest down the the crazy rabbit hole. Yeah. But also, it's still somehow the by far the most respectable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like so crazy. Like I mean. He went to a Moscow prison, whatever it was, and yeah. like and whatever. It's all well documented, but still, like when Brett Weinstein's fucking, you know, like shilling his like, you know, <laughs> anti-vax not whatever he's doing, it's just, it's just like, yeah. I mean, I'll listen to Jordan any day. Uh, Jordan seems to be the most intellectually uh, sound yeah. of that crew. I guess Harris is a neuroscientist, but. I just he was always you know. But there is a problem in academia, right? So how do you deal with it? Because everybody in academia has lost their minds. You get look. He's like everyone's talking about like student loan forgiveness. Yeah, which like I'm not gonna go and debate. I do take the people on Twitter who go like, "Oh, I paid off my student loans. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm I'm just screwed." You also you you got screwed, so everyone else gets screwed. That's the worst response. Like if anything like this, you have to like you can't just like wipe out seventy grand of someone's debt, and the guy who paid it off gets fucked. 
Like that's just it's just not society can't work that especially way. if the people whose debt you're wiping off are actually wealthy people. Whereas that right. guy is a blue collar guy sure. that that either paid his own debt back or didn't go to college and got a job as that's a who? carpenter oh, or yeah, something. That's who, yeah. That being said, so maybe you do that. Well, I don't know. We figured that out. But what really needs to happen is to stop student loans at all. Right. Because that's it's just like health insurance. It, 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 that's what causes this this like this uh, spigot of like price going up. Because like it's like even now everyone's aware. I mean, I guess less kids are probably going to college. Or who knows though? Because and like either way, it's like well, I guess I'll just when you're ni- when you're nineteen or eighteen, you'll just defer. You go look. I mean, I, I, excuse me. I'll be one of the lucky ones. Well, you go, by the time I get out of here, I'm going to have a great job. Right. I'll be paying these I mean. back. Yeah. Everyone's telling you it's not the case, but you're like, well, these people are morons. I mean, if you don't go to Harvard or MIT, it's like pointless. Right. Uh, you, you, I mean, not, you'll get a job. You, you, you'll need a college degree to work at Burger King for some reason. But like, they, 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 these right. crazy jobs require college education. But the only ones who actually make real money now are like, Ivy, you know, top level Ivy League stuff. So you just wipe out these student loans. You got to get rid of the system that allows these universities to bilk these kids out of money. Right. Which is the Sally Mae yeah. shit. It's, it's, it's an endless spigot that, like, is the, it's, there's no incentive to, like, keep it competitive. If they had to worry about what people could actually afford, they would have to keep it in line. And why do these campuses need... I didn't go the way to school. I would have liked to. Uh... It seems nice, but that being said, like, how about you just go to a state school, local, like community colleges? Like, why do we need to go away? Well, have this experience. It's, and, it's a false and, experience. And Coulter, yeah, who some people say occasionally is racist, <laughs> made a point that college is just an IQ test. So instead of your employer giving you an IQ test, they're saying, where did you go to college? This was Ann Coulter's point the other day, and she was talking on Andrew Sullivan's thing. And what she was basically saying is you endure the four years of college uh, because they've outlawed the ability of an employer to give you an IQ test. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it's pretty reductive, and no, it's not. I mean, there might be some truth to it, but like... here. But here's my overall point. My overall point is this. Like, ignore the specifics, per se, of that example. Sure. I do believe that there doesn't... There seems to be, like, there should be a way for an employer to decide if they want to employ you that doesn't involve you waving a piece of paper that says you went somewhere for four years. And I don't know if, what it is. I don't know if it's an IQ test. I don't know what it is. But there should be some measure of your ability because that's what college is. College is job security. For people, you, you should be able to say, hey, yeah. I'm competent, smart, I'll work hard, I'm this, I'm that. I think most people who go to college, it depends on what you study. Like engineering, yeah, you need to go. Right and 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 science type stuff, sure. But a lot of stuff where like you could do it like programmers or like you know post production like video stuff and like and, and film stuff. A lot of people like me who've done college are worse at it. They're actually like they're not the people who have like edit, like. What about degrees. the University of Austin College of Crypto? Like it's <laughs> one of the colleges with the University of. Look, Austin. that's one. That's like being a doctor. So yeah, yeah you should go to college for that. That's the College of Crypto. <laughs> yeah. It's like NFT University. Why? Don't you think, because I fully believe that if I went to college, right. I would have had a completely different life. 
If I went sure. away to if I went away to college, it's one of the biggest regrets I have. Well, listen, let's be real. Yes. We, know, we know how your twenties went. Why don't you do you discount the idea that you would have just like partied your way out of the first year of college? I don't think that I would have been as influenced and as uh, you know, I don't think I would have started doing coke with a bunch of mortgage guys if I was going to a liberal arts school. Yeah, but you started I, doing coke when you were thirteen. Yeah, but I would do it on and off. But like okay. a lot of the heavy periods of time, you're doing right. it with other people that are doing it. And I'm not saying that it's impossible that that would have happened, but like, had I been influenced by a bunch of people that were just like, we smoke weed, we do this, we do that. This is what we do. We drink. I think a college experience, I would have come out of the closet sooner. Oh, I wouldn't be a comedian. I wouldn't be funny. Right. Because I wouldn't have had to be. Yeah. I would have probably learned how to live earlier if I learned how to live. Are you discounting all of this? Uh, Are you saying yeah. that if you had gone away to college, you don't think you would be a different man? I might have on a uh, different path. I might have gotten better women earlier on. I don't know. Uh, well, you've gotten some lovely women. I have. Look, I'm I'm doing the, fine, the so I'm woman, not complaining. The woman that you went that went to the we're not going to rehash the story, but when you went to the Flanders duck <laughs> in Long Island and he brought that woman Arby's and she kept calling her roommate Carl. Right. And the girl, she was a girl. Yeah. She caught, kept calling her female roommate it was, Carl. It was a running joke they had. I, I, think they, I think they were off-duty prostitutes. Right. Which I, but I think they were on-duty prostitutes. They asked you for money. They right. asked you for Arby's. Yes. Well, that's, listen, yeah. the point is this. You don't think that you would have had a, a better, I don't know if it's better but it would have been different. Well, the point I was making was I look back and go, I probably would have fucking lazied my way out of the first year of college. Just like it basically did. I, I, mean, I went to like local like community college for years and like barely went to class. What do you mean? You went for years. I went for like the Suffolk for like a bunch of years. I like, did too. I'd go yeah. in and out of NASA. Right. And you didn't like it. Why didn't you? You're sitting here. Well, I enjoy parts. I remember you look, my legal knowledge, a lot of it comes from I, I, I have a paralegal. Uh, the question so many schooling. people have for you is that you're so intelligent, right? But y you never liked schooling. It's very interesting to find someone as smart as you that never liked schooling. Here's what it is: I'm smart. I, I know, like, I, I'm smart. I know how smart I'm not. Uh, I'm smart enough to be bored by the beginning of a class, and not smart enough to not need to pay attention to like throughout the class. Right, like, oh, like this is boring, and I tune out. Right, and then like, and there are some people who like, yeah, when the test comes, like, yeah, I'm I'm a math genius. I'm not that guy. I'm like, oh, I should have paid attention like two thirds of the way through. But it's even bigger than that because you never fell in it's love. It's a pattern I have. Well, you just never fell in love with the institutions of learning, like you. I I I, I was very skeptical of professors. I yes. called I if I didn't outright See, call bullshit. It's so weird because. You've made me out to be this right-wing lunatic, but like- No, I haven't. When, yes, you have. When <laughs> you say that you're skeptical of professors, why? Because they're teaching at a community college. Yeah, it's an archetype. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> it's the archetype of person that would become a professor. Right. You know, and, and you know, at a community college. Uh, you know, I, look, I mean, I was always I taught- I mean, I, I've had some of the worst I mean, my dad professors. used to say, like, those who can do and those who can't teach. It's a hack thing, but, you know, it's like- I, It's not a hack. It's true. Well, it's and true, but- it's, it's, I mean, yeah. I had a public, like, I mean, we had one class called, I forget what it was called. It was called, it was like a communications class. It was like a speech class. Right. And the professor's name was, like, Professor Gulianello. <laughs> and she was just like, he was like, she was just some Italian- 
And she would come in with like, you know those boots, those Long Island boots that like, they go up to your knees and you can scrunch them down. Yeah. Or they're weird. They look like witch hats, those boots. Right, yeah. And she would walk in every day and she'd be like, her whole thing would she be like, she'd be like, and if you plagiarize, I will know. <laughs> like she would just spend like 10 minutes threatening the class about what would happen. She would just tell stories. She'd be like, and this girl, she plagiarized the whole thing. And she thought I would know? Well, I knew. And this was the caliber of person you would get teaching at community college. I remember I had a high school teacher uh, who was English teacher, very very fat guy. Yeah, and he used to rest his like uh, hands, his little hands on his big fat stomach. Yeah, and he and he was telling us once he was also like a community college teacher, and he was telling for no reason. I don't even know why he brought it up, but like this girl tried to uh, you know did, did, failed the final, and she offered me sexual favors. And I had to tell her no. It's like, what? What is going? On? <laughs> Why are you telling us yeah. that? Yeah. Um, he wants. He wants other people. Oh yeah, he's putting. He's planting the seed. He's putting it out there. Yeah. 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 No. It. I. I just. I was never excited by. It. I think part of it was my sexuality. I felt like if I went to college, I would be forced to confront who I was instead of being able to just kind of like make a lot of money in the private world and lie my way right. through life, which was the plan up until I turned 25 this and I is sobered who you up. Are. What? Like, the, what you realize, this is, I can't imagine, like, I don't think, but I could have been a lot of different things. I don't, that's not true. I believe so. You don't Look, think so? You could become different things, but this is the most raw version of you. Perhaps. Like, uh, like I could be, I, this is me. I could be less fat. But I'm basically who I'm supposed to be. That's true. Uh, you know, it's like I'm not like, yeah, you could have like all the other versions would have been like false avatars or whatever. Like you in a, in a business environment or you in an academic environment. Perhaps I just like to play around with the ideas of, you know, life going another way. Yeah. Look, I mean, the past is the past. And uh, is it? Is the I don't past believe in the past? <laughs> is uh, it? Or is everything available? At the University of Austin. <laughs> I just, By the way, is all of this because Rogan just moved to Austin? Why is it the University of Austin? Why is <laughs> what is this craziness? I By mean, the way, let's address that for a minute. What in God's name is this? I know Lonsdale lives there and Friedman might and wrote like, right. what is this? Why are we constantly jerking off Austin? Well, Musk is also there and they're trying to get on that right. train. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's kind of what it does seem like. Right. Musk's got a lot of money. People are trying to. That's a good point. They're seeing how somehow this relates to what he's doing. Kids who look, I, I'm assuming that Tesla hires people sometimes at MIT. Right. RIT is also a good school. Things like that. Wait Cal, till, wait, Cal, uh, wait till Musk hires no one from the University of Austin. Well, my point is this. Yeah. So, but there's going to be a, a class of people yeah. who don't do that well in school, in high right. school. And they go to the parents, look. Tesla's Musk is there. You sent me to the University of Austin. Yeah. I spent a couple of years networking, meeting these guys at bars, right. doing coke in the gas station with them. I get a connection. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of ways to skin this calf dad. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. I just play around with the idea that if I had gone to college, I would have had maybe a little bit of a different life. You never you never do that. You never look back and go, what could have been? Look, I think about it. I, I don't. What? I'm not a regret-driven person. 
Now I should like you could argue I, I I'm the biggest candidate of you know why of regret. Well, but, I don't uh, I don't believe you're the biggest candidate of regret. <laughs> okay, that's this crazy thing to say. <laughs> but let's for a minute speculate. Think about an alternative life. Yeah. What? What? Describe it. Um, Visualize it. You know, it, like, like, I, I I applied to SUNY Purchase for the film program. Okay. I didn't, but it was hard. I didn't realize how it was more competitive than NYU. I didn't get into the film program. That seems insane, but. It was, like, it was less people. There's less started. spots, you know. Um, but let's walk it out. Point you, is, but they, they did offer, like, you can go to a regular school. We, like, we'll accept you into the school. Because I had to go to, like, an extra interview for right. the conservatory. And you said no. And I think, look, I want to do you film. Said, hey, fuck so, you. So I went to Hofstra for a year for film. Which bad. Is a bad, 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 bad move. Yeah. So your whole thing is, why don't you stay home? But staying home's horrible, usually. It wasn't great. I had to have a job it's and, not like, a good drive idea. around. No, it wasn't great. I, I, I think about that. I your, think about... Here's why... This yeah. is let me let me let me break it down for you. In Long Island, this is why you can't live at home. Your parents want you to fail. Right. This is the reality. Your parents in Long Island are deeply invested in creating an environment that makes it more likely that you will fail. Right. Truly. I wasn't allowed to go to my dad's car insurance because I that's why I didn't have a signed risk. Yeah. Like Five hundred a month. No, it's crazy. They want you to die and fail. Yeah. The, the, listen, if I asked. If, if I asked to take like a a car to the library to print something out for school, my aunt would be like, "You're gonna get in that car and you're gonna kill someone. They're gonna sue. They're gonna take the house. They're gonna like." There's there's just this idea that leaving your uh, home is essential because then your parents who've spent their entire lives just trying to destroy you knowingly or unknowingly can't affect you as much, right? That's the way I look at it. I agree. Look, I mean, I, I, I think my parents were less, uh, had it in for me less than yours, but like. I don't think they helped you. They meant well. Sure. <laughs> and. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think they hurt. I don't think they hurt you. I don't think they were like, I, I've heard no evidence that they were hurting you, but I don't. Overprotective in a lot of ways. But, yes. Uh, and they were, they were, they were, they, I was kept in a bubble to a certain extent. I believe in Santa until saying, way, too, way late of an age. I'm just saying, from what I know about your history, it yeah. could have went better. Sure. It could have went better. No, That's look, all. I, look, maybe I was shooting, you know, a little. If I went away to school, I wouldn't have had to have a car and sit in traffic on the way to Hempstead every day. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I probably wouldn't have, like, I mean, the first year of school at uh, Hofstra, I spent a lot of time just going to the video library. They had this weird little room with, like, yeah. four 13-inch TVs with the combo VCR. I spent... And I would watch anime. Most of my first year <laughs> of school smoking weed on the top level of the National Community College... Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the Roosevelt Field Mall, the top level of their parking structure... <laughs> With a, a kid named Kenny and another kid named Buns. Yeah. And then we would get the Ranch One chicken and cheese. Right. Amazing. I would. Amazing. Instead of going to class at Suffolk, I would go to Costco and eat the food court. Yes. I mean. You eat the whole food court. I would chicken, chicken bacon, it's like a pizza. This is what I mean oh, about. Yeah. Those are our comfort zones. Yeah. That was your comfort. Costco was your comfort zone. Sure. That's where you were home. Right. You felt like you were home. When you ate that chicken bake, <laughs> when you walked into Costco without a family, right. without anyone to feed, <laughs> without any type of list of groceries to get, and you sat down in the middle of the day and ate a chicken bake, you were home. Don't forget, like you have to like show your ID. 
No, I had a membership. Really. Yeah. Oh, actually, I didn't even. But I would just beeline into the exit when people are watching you and they go, eh, like, I'm just going to the food court. And they were just like, I would just like rush past them. Yeah. So I was. What uh, is the Costco chicken bake? Uh, it's it's like it's like a paste like a hot pocket with chicken like a like a chicken pot pie in a hot pocket kind but of situation. What I mean about this is this is not the college experience. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Me getting high on the uh, at the top level of a mall parking structure and you eating a chicken bake at Costco. Right. We're not growing in anything socially, intellectually, spiritually. I mean, I was listening to audiobooks at the time. Probably. It isn't. Don't. I had such regret. I had a friend. I had a best friend once named Joe Clark. We're not yeah. that friendly anymore. We talked when I was living in Palm Springs. We, sure. We chatted briefly. And I wasn't like, his brother died tragically in a car accident. I wasn't really there for him. But like, I came out of the closet. He kind of wasn't there for me. Like, we were just not, you just grow apart. Right. That's what we have here behind this door. <laughs> this Joe Clark. <laughs> but what my point was that he went from Nassau Community College to Cornell, which was a good a big step. Yeah. It's a big step. Yeah. And I went into the mortgage industry and I had such pangs of regret and I felt so insecure right. that he was at Cornell and I was a fucking loser that he was able to now, now let's be honest. I think, I think, you know, it's, I think I've evened it out quite a bit and then sure. some, yeah, yeah. but, and then some, let's, yeah. let's be honest. A little bit. He's, he's just a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck Joe Clark. I fuck him. <laughs> he's just a lawyer. And I, yeah. I, and I know the vast majority of the staff at the university of Austin. <laughs> that being said, I still love Joe. I, I'd like to be close with him more, but cause he's an interesting little guy. But the point is that. Didn't you ever feel inferior because you didn't go to school? No, I always had a uh, overinflated, perhaps, sense of like I, I, I would listen. I would be like cutting class at the at the Costco, but listening to the Wealth of Nations an audiobook. So it's like you but know that's this is why you're fascinating. <laughs> See, let's get let's almost delve into this because yeah. this is truly fascinating. Right, it's amazing. It's. It's almost like if there was a character that summed up the, the decline of the American empire, okay? You're in a Costco that you shouldn't be in. Right. You're not feeding a family. Yeah. You're listening to the Wealth of Nations audiobook, right. which probably pertains to something you're learning, and you're interested in things. You're yeah. interested in the why this all works the way it does. Right. Why does this 10-gallon jar of mayonnaise, how does this work? Yeah. What is, what's the markup? Division of labor. All of that. Yeah. Now- you yet don't apply that knowledge. It's so interesting to me. That's the fascinating thing about you. I always had great but, you, you, but you're brilliantly funny. Thank you. And I, 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 here's a part of the problem. I always had grandiose, like like people I, when I was making movies. I, I I have a few failed feature length films, and people go, "Why would you make a short movie?" It's like ah, I don't. I, I can't sell a short film. Now, you, to be fair, YouTube wasn't really around back then. So like now it seems common sense. Yeah, make a little short. When were you making them? Uh, right around the Iraq War. But it was around. No, like YouTube here like oh five oh six. Okay, which is kind of when I was kind of starting to wrap that gotcha. up. Yeah, uh, it just missed the YouTube train. I mean, it was like something called Adam Films. You could have done stuff, but I, I felt 
to be critical of myself, I felt like I was too good to make short films or like it just didn't appeal to me. So I'm trying to make, I'm trying to wrangle people I'm not paying with no money and like maxing on a couple of credit cards to make like a two, like an hour and a half movie, which is, is insanely, even if everything goes well, then it's even, it's even going to be good. But the logistics are even getting it done. Like, so that's the kind of thing I did a lot. I, I had these grandiose ideas instead of just putting the work in. And like, you know, and, and learning over time, like, you know, I, I'm reading the world of nations instead of like, you know, going to economics class. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, it's like, I did get my shit together at one point and doing paralegal stuff. And stuff. If like, you had graduated. I got into Stony Brook. I went there for a semester. Interesting. And I, I just stopped going to class to become if a photographer. If you went to SUNY Purchase. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, I agree. I what is the version of you that you think would have been a filmmaker? Um, if things just went a little, what do you mean? Like, like I, I think of myself and I say, I, I could say the version of me that's successful at business is a, 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 not a happy version of me. Sure. But it's a version of me that I can, I can approximate. Like, I could yeah. draw lines around it and go, that's what it would kind of look and feel like. What is a version of you that's, that, like, went the film route? I tried to. Right. I mean, like, you mean, like, went to film school? I just did like I went to Hofstra. I was he's part of the problem with me. I'm really bad at like little things. Yes, like showing up on time to meet with your advisor to get classes before they close out. I didn't do it you know, in my freshman year, and then like you know before freshman year, and then like in my well, freshman you know, it's year. Funny, yeah. But, so by, by the time I met my advisor and I, I got around to it, he tell keep going. And I'm like, fire, he'll be fine. And like and like I could finally meet with him. Big idea guy. Well, yeah, I finally meet with him. He's like, well, you didn't do any film classes your first year. Right. You probably won't do it your second year, maybe your third year. And I'm like, well, fuck this. Right. Uh, when I went to the Nassau Community College advisor and he would sit down and he'd, I'd like, I'm like, the, I'd like this class. He goes, that's full. Yeah. He goes, you have to go to this class. You right. have to go to that class. Why yeah. was it full? Because he didn't show up on time. I didn't show up on time. Yeah. Because I was out there doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. So it's like, you know, I never learned self-discipline in, in a cohesive way. Uh, Do you think people like us, had we learned self-discipline, it would have hindered the type of things that we do? Like, if I had learned self-discipline or was able to discipline myself, yeah. would I have done, would I have been what I am? No. 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 Right. You, 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 your entire existence right now. Correct. And, which is a great existence. Yeah. Is well, based- it's fine. It's not that great. Well. I have material things. Yes. Right. I'd love some material things. You'll get some. Yeah. <laughs> but then you'll realize they don't matter. I know. I, w- yeah. I want to realize that. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> the point is like, but whatever you have is like, it's based on your kind of whirling dervish kind of like, you're, you're, you're always floating around. You, you, you're mercurial. You change on the dime. It's what right. makes you funny. It's part, it's part of what, it's, it's, it's part of the package. But if you were sitting around like, you know, and, and like, you know, no, we got like you're like you're spontaneous. You're you can be erratic. These are the things that may like I sit there uh, and, and I look at compare me to you and go, like and I'm not like a big pussy or anything, but I'll fucking because they're going like oh you're afraid of me if I do this I'm gonna get canceled. I don't actually think it out in my head, but there is that less. I'm I like to think of myself as a crazy man and as start yelling at someone. I do start yelling at people at, at stores. Uh, I get, I, I, I try to get into fights sometimes, but like, I'm not as like free. 
Yeah, I agree. you, for instance, right? I'm more, I am more free, and I don't yell at people at stores usually. I don't think there's. A, I've yelled at a few people at stores, but there's not much. To I don't mean like clerks. I mean like other customers. Right? No, no yeah. one's accused. But see, even then, when you're making that distinction, you're afraid of getting canceled <laughs> by some Marxist who's like, "You're you're yelling at the proletariat or whatever," right. the, and you're like, uh, "No, I'm actually yelling at other." I started screaming at an old woman once because she was giving shit to the guy at the post office. Yeah, and I just started saying. I started screaming, shut the fuck. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's on her side. I'm like, no, you, you fucking bitch. Stop talking. And, I'm like, and I started screaming and losing my mind. Yeah. What is this? A scene out of the Grapes of Wrath? <laughs> Who's this for? <laughs> I, one time I saw this cop beating a guy. Well, an old woman. And I, I got in between them. I don't think I sound great yelling like I, you should get cancer with an old woman. No, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> what I'm she's saying elderly. Is, I just like to play around with the idea of like perhaps it could have went differently. That's all. Sure, things could have gone differently. Yeah, uh, but I got Lucy. I'm like, no, that's great. And I got, I'm happy. And, then and I, I told you, I, I think, get the come podcast. I think you should move to Austin. I, things are we're make. I'm making moves to do that. Can't do it overnight. I've said nothing but positive things. Sure. Look, I've never. You were like the ambassador to Austin. I love it. Yeah. I like the two restaurants and the university. The yeah. new university. Do they, do they have uh, like a pizza hut? Yes, they have all of that. Here's the thing. You would kind of fit in. Sure. Because. There's a lot of homeless there. That's a big part of it. Yeah. But more than just aesthetically. Right. You could get into the life that even it would be harder for me to get into of like hunting. And woodworking. Oh, I would like to. They, they actually have that there? Oh, you can do it. Okay. I thought, I thought they didn't really do that there. No. You, you, if you live out where I'm telling you to live, 20 minutes out, I like 20 minutes out. I'm telling you, the hunting and the crafts. Fishing? Maybe. Yeah. I don't get involved. But the point is like. We should, we should fish sometime. No. <laughs> maybe. Go to Florida. Yeah. going to do that in Texas. I don't like lakes. Sure. What are we doing? But my point is like, there is a life. That you that you might like, yeah. No, I, look, I like the outdoors. I like the idea of it. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. That's so, true. Yeah, I have a fishing merit badge or a woodworking merit badge. I'm stacked with merit badges, so it's like I just don't think this. I don't think we should dismiss this University of Austin because maybe there's a world where we go back to college and become the things we were meant to be. Where Barry Weiss accepts us into her bosom if, and embraces us. Can you picture a moment? Yeah, where. Me and you were getting diplomas, and Barry Weiss is softly crying, <laughs> looking at us because she's so proud. Right. What, what, what are we majoring in? Who cares? <laughs> Do you think they're going to ask that? <laughs> Do you think that's what this is about? We're majoring in the fearless pursuit of truth. Have you not paid attention? <laughs> it's like a YouTube seminar. Whatever. Like, I, I get good at me. David Dobrik's teaching how to fucking not rape. You're Who in a, you're a philosophy class and saying, make sure you cut clips and add subtitles for them on, and put them on Twitter. Right. Listen. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's a philosophy subtitling <laughs> class. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. You know, we could do like when, like when will Whitney Cummings be found in a bathtub? <laughs> Like a fun, like you know what I mean? Like fun. Yes, yes. Alex Warren from TikTok is asking if Netflix will renew the Hype House show for a second season by December 20th. Well, it hasn't even premiered, right? But that's a, you know, people can ask anything. You know? Mm-hmm. Radar Online is asking whether Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott will announce a divorce by November 30th. Mm. You can play any game you want. Someone's private life, it's a game. The future of someone's family, it's a game. Everything's fair game on the Versus app game. It's fun. It's fun. They're not going to know about it. Mm -mm. It's fine. Will someone's cancer come back? It's on the Versus game. It's fun. It's a fun game. You know? Will the American system of government collapse within 36 months? You can win money with that. You might win money. You might win a few bucks with the versus game. And we're going to do some games. What about what about you? Maybe people will start asking, like, will Ben leave the show? Will Ben quit? Well, yeah, the, the immediate one is like, will Ben kill Tim? Uh, will Ben's wife kill Tim? Well, it, neither one of you are going to probably kill me, but, you know... Uh, It'll be interesting to see what, you know, what what uh, YouTube have cooked up. So I mean, just download the versus game. It's very important, you know. There's seven million people doing this. It's backed by luminaries such as Mark Pincus, Kevin Hart, Will I Am, Jeffrey Katzenberg, Mark Burnett, Josh Richards from Sway House. Dude, they write Josh Richards from High Pass. He's from Sway House. People are idiots. The Winklevoss twins and Peter Thiel. Look at that. Wow. What a crew. We know the Winklevosses. Yes. They were so lovely in that episode. Mm-hmm. They gave one word answers for an hour. And then me and Jake Paul had to talk about Ethereum, uh, which was a lot of fun, actually. And Peter Thiel, who started Palantir, and you know, they're on the up and up. So, uh, you know, versus game. 
It's a good game. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, the horrors of the world, you can bet on them now. Instead of trying to fix them or believe that your elected representatives may one day change the laws to make them less likely to happen, you can bet on things happening. You know, when will we be required to have another COVID booster so we could go outside? How soon will the secret prison start? At what point will the camp rollout happen and who will go in first? These are all fun games to play on the Versus app right until the phone is smacked out of your hand by the military loading you onto a truck. Anyway, Versus game, go download it. I wanted to do the uh, the guy's uh, GoFundMe too that reached out. Yes, the guy who had the aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so can we talk about that? Yeah, Do yeah. you have it? Mm-hmm. Yep, I got it right here. So uh, this guy reached out, and uh, he wanted to pay for an ad, but no, of we're not letting we're him not pay. Letting him pay. He, he, you know, he's lucky. His brother's lucky. He had symptoms of an aneurysm. He was able to get it drained. That's very rare. Yeah, it was his cousin. It's very rare that you have symptoms of something like that before it becomes a you know kind of a fatal event, a brain aneurysm. And uh, so the guy's twenty eight years old. Yeah, so he said, uh, you know, we don't have any copy. This guy's name is Joshua. Uh, nothing specific to mention other than we need all the help we can get. The final billing will likely be hundreds of thousands after... Dude, tr- this fucking... I'm telling you right now, I mean, the healthcare system is so fucking satanic mm-hmm. in this country that as much as I hate these lefty fucking weirdos that make you wear the masks, it's like, I, I, I just believe that it's such an evil to have a healthcare system that just completely destroys your life because you had a blood vessel pop in your brain. Right. I mean, it's just, it, it's like disgusting. But that's where we're going to help this guy out. Tell, tell. So I'll put a link in the description, obviously. But this and now is, this is, what, this, what's this guy's name? Kyle Rittenhouse? This guy's name is Nick. Nick. Mm. And we're trying to help uh, with the assistance here. We're trying to raise uh, about $60,000 here. It would be good if you guys could donate to this. This guy's a good dude. He had symptoms of a brain aneurysm. They said he had a massive one. Mm. And they were able to... He went in for surgery, right? Mm. Can you read it, Ben? Yep. So we are raising money for Nick's medical bills and cost of living while he's not able to work. On the morning of October 27th, he suffered severe symptoms as a sudden increase in body temperature, vomiting, se- severe headaches. He's only halfway through his battle. A recovery period estimated to last two weeks in the hospital, at times painful, especially in the beginning. He has health insurance, but will still be responsible for a hefty percentage of his treatment and stay at the hospital. In addition, the cost of living and support his family is not something that can be put on pause. So he has kids, he has a, he has a family, it's a whole thing. So, How do we help this guy? I'm going to donate money. And I want it's everybody... It's a GoFundMe. It's a public GoFundMe. Okay, so what is the GoFundMe? Because I want everybody that's listening to this show, if you can... Donate some money to this guy. Like, let's really show this guy that we can help uh, him out. I will pin the comment in the U- on the YouTube channel, okay. and if you're listening on Apple it'll, or Spotify, it'll be in the description at the at okay. the top above the description, so you can't miss it. Yeah. And they want you to roast him. It says here, uh, which I, I don't know how you exactly roast. This is the guy. what I. We're not doing that. This is you know. It's like we're trying to help. You know what I mean? It's like, I understand what people want. You know, it's never enough, is it? You know? Well, they it's say, like, Harry, laughter is yeah. the best medicine. Yeah. Is it? Well, then don't, we well, won't give the money. <laughs> How about that? No, I'm not going to roast on command here. We're trying to help. Jesus Christ, roast him. Well, I don't know what the funny angle is here about a guy having a brain in here. You know, I'm sure there is one, but I, 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 I'm not finding it. I'm trying to help. 
I love that. Why don't you roast them? Hey, pig, why don't you dance? Hey, we're going to raise a little money now, okay? How about that? Let's tug at some heartstrings. Why don't you let me sell, okay? My brain works. I'll sell. Anyway, I you know, I want to help this guy. We're going to help. We're going to raise money for him, okay? I don't know anything. How am I going to roast him? I don't know anything about him. What am I going to say? Oh, this guy's vessels don't work. Ooh. Roast comedy's dumb. It's for dummies, okay? Smarten up, please. I've had enough. You try to help people, all you do is get bitten. Everybody just smacks you in the face. It's never enough, you know? He sent me three emails where he, he says... It would mean the world to him to be tossed in the flames by Tim for a moment. So he. By the way, I wonder if this guy's just a dick and wants me to just like roast this guy who had a brain aneurysm. Is this guy like a dick or is he trying to help the guy? No, he sent the receipts on Facebook and stuff to prove he's real and stuff. It's good. No, I, I believe he's real. Um, there, I don't. I don't see what there's anything to roast here. I, I don't know what to do. Brain aneurysm, more like, ugh, like what, what What do we do here? You know? This is him. I mean, here's a picture of him if you want to. Got any Got any quick roasts on him? Let me see. I mean, the guy looks young. It's about as dude. far as the laptop can go right there. Dude, he looks like a kid. Yeah, he's in his 20s. God, he looks like a young guy, man. Mm. Oh, he's got a kid. No, I'm not in the mood for the roasting, folks. I'm not in the mood. My own problems. Roast you? Guys think in a hospital bed. Roast him. No. Help him. Give him fucking money. The guy's name is Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> he was experiencing flu-like symptoms and a rise in body temperature, so he bought a gun with a stimulus check and headed to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Now he's in all kinds of trouble. Go fund me, Kyle Rittenhouse. But they raised a lot of money for the Rittenhouse defense, right? Yes, I believe it was. Uh, wasn't it Owen Schroyer that was raising money oh, for the guy from Infowars? Was it perhaps? Him? Or I people mean, were maybe raising money for perhaps. him? Perhaps I forget. There's several Owens it could have been. <laughs> hey, folks! January 21st, Huntington, New York. I'll be at the Paramount Theater. Coming back to Long Island, 7 p.m. on January 23rd. I'll be in Red Bank, New Jersey, at the Count Basie Theater, 7 p.m. How great is this? Artist presale Wednesday, November 10th, 2021 at 10 a.m. Password fake biz. This is the best way to get the cheapest tickets. Presale Wednesday, 11-10, uh, 2021, uh, 10 a.m. Password fake biz, not case sensitive. And the on sale is Friday, November 12th, 2021 at 10 a.m. Thank you. Here, but my point is this. I was never, I've never walked Across the stage. Right. And got a diploma. I didn't, I, I, I got kicked out of high school, uh, my Catholic high school. Because you said you're going to blow up a woman's uterus. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was said in jest, of course, but you know, it, it was but taken, I, I, it was I, right after Columbine. I did it, I, you know, I went to my graduation in high school, but I'm not, I'm not, I, that doesn't count. Oh, I didn't go to my high school graduation. I know you were no, thrown out. But they, I, I went to public school after that, and they, and they, and all the kids, like, like people liked me because I, I knew how to build mystery. And like, who is this guy coming in here in the middle of senior year? What happened? And I, and I, I, I didn't. I teased it. And uh, what'd you say? I, I, I was very coy about it. It was very much like you know. Uh, I, I didn't say. I wasn't. I like, may have threatened a woman. <laughs> no. Like what is it? I didn't leave with like, that. I may have threatened. I don't a remember woman. what I said. I, I do remember some of the cooler people. 
kind of like they took me to lunch one day at the pizza shop. They, they drove me to the pizza shop and they, and they blasted rap music and then and, and then we had a nice dinner. But I don't think I made a great impression at the at the pizza lunch because like that that didn't keep going on. I think someone like yeah. called in sick that day, so I got his spot. But the point is, yeah, but I wasn't just sitting there alone. I mean, I did sit alone in the cafeteria but on on purpose and. Uh, but they were all saying, why don't you come to graduation? And like, I barely went to the school, but I could have gone, but I didn't. And I, I do wonder, I've never held a diploma in my hand. Should we remake the movie L.I.E. where we play every part? <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, like where that, either me or you yeah. is playing every part of the movie L.I.E. I mean, with, can we, with, with, with uh, Brian Cox. Could we get Brian Cox to play so his part, but then we play the other ones? Probably not. <laughs> Probably. It was Paul Dano, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's, he's good. He was the kid. That wasn't Paul Dano. Yes, it was. Really? Look it up. He was the main kid? He was the main kid. Oh, wow. Look it up, Ray. Mr. Film Buff. I mean, I saw that movie one. It was disturbing. What was disturbing about it? It just had a very, like, it had a very, I mean, there's some child fucking going on, right? Yeah, but it wasn't even child. Like, I agree that the premise is completely disturbing about, like, this pedophile driving around. But, like, to me, it, like, I don't know this accident statistics like in the beginning. <laughs> you're like, it kills everybody. The look at it. It was an eerie, bleak movie. It, it, you know, it, it, it went. Yes. On, it, on the Long Expressway, there's lanes going west, there's lanes going east. Yeah. And there's, there's lanes, lanes going, going straight, straight to hell. The character of the father was amazing going yeah, to jail. Right. Yeah. Everything was uh, disturbing about yeah. it. I agree. There's it a vibe to that movie. It was a very, it almost felt like they were promoting pedophilia. I mean, it, it, did it feel like that? No, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a pedophile movie. I'm just saying it didn't feel like uh, it felt. It, it almost like a, this is what it did feel like. It felt like saying parents in Long Island are so bad, you might as well just choose a pedophile. Yeah. That's literally what it was saying. That's someone who spent like five minutes in Long Island and went, you know what? The best thing to happen to these kids would be a pedophile. Right. That is Paul Dano, by the way. I know. I didn't realize. But I'm just imagining. A, a, a spring, years from now, yeah. when there's no more COVID. Right. Okay? In six months. And Heather Hying <laughs> is handing you a diploma. Yeah. And Christina Hoff Summers and Andrew Sullivan or <laughs> Katie Herzog or right. uh, Lex Friedman or David Mammoth. Whatever. David Mammoth? Yeah, he's involved too. Is he? He's involved. I, Lawrence Summers is involved. Wait, Glenn Gary guy's involved? They're all involved. It's going to be big. When did Mammoth get into this? This guy's, a, this guy's got a career. What's he doing? No, because you, 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 you always underestimate how far the other side's gone. You don't understand how crazy the other side's the gone. The woke? Yes. Yeah, but he's a legitimate filmmaker. Yeah, but that doesn't exist anymore. They're not letting anyone make legitimate films. I guess films. he hasn't done a movie in a while. I didn't love Heist. My point <laughs> is that you carry water... For the left. I didn't. I just didn't realize. I don't, I don't mean the real left. I mean like these liberal power-seeking lunatics. Yeah, I didn't. I just I just thought he still had a career is my point. What I'm saying is that the University of Austin is not without its problems. <laughs> okay. But in terms of this is your new home. Look, I am fully committed to uh, accepting a adjunct professor role. Um, yeah. Perhaps, you know, what if I split off? Yeah. If I join the University of Austin. Yeah. And I open up something called the University of San Antonio <laughs> and I take like hardcore alt-right people. <laughs> like David Damagoo. Like Owen Benjamin. Like yeah. hardcore, <laughs> hardcore. 
Richard Spencer, like the hardest of the hard. Yeah. That's, uh, it was that's a, a move. <laughs> it was a schism in the University of Austin. We went our own way. You, you called the University of Austin at San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> Tell people where they can support what you do. We have the Comp Podcast. It's really, uh, it's, it's really hitting its stride this year. It's uh, phenomenal. Me and Lucy Steiner, we're just killing it every week. You should definitely tune in for that. It's on uh, YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Comp. Uh, we also have a Patreon. I think Ben will put the link in the, in the he description. He always does. But you can get an extra episode every week for that and support the Comp Podcast. So just check those out. Uh, at Ray Comp on Twitter and Instagram. Check them yes. all out, please. Also, um, we're at the Beacon Theater. Yes. And we sold out. Yeah. But we're very excited to be, be part of this. Very fun. We're going to do a podcast at the end of the stand-up. It's going to be phenomenal. It, I don't, we to. don't know. I mean, it always is. But it'll be good. We, we make magic happen. It'll be exciting. <laughs> what if we don't stop talking? Like, what if we do three or four hours? <laughs> like, should we just do it until people walk out? That, I mean, see that yeah. you want to talk about something that would kind of be amazing. It would, would they start? I mean, there's a problem. We're, we're living in a FOMO culture. So would, I, how many of these people would just stay because they're afraid of missing something great? It's a good point. And we just don't give it to them ever. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep There's nothing great coming. <laughs> and we start describing rations we've had. What if we, we get to the point where we're just, we do 30 minutes, but where the tech's not working. The text? Like the tech. Oh, right. So the podcast isn't working. Oh, so you just don't hear it? You, just hear, like, don't you hear, hear the distance you hear us? You yeah. hear anything? Yeah. You don't hear anything? It's just like, it's like, it's like yeah, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, it was an abortion that yeah, I, I couldn't pay for. Yeah, like I think there's something funny to the idea of just Ben like running around losing his mind. <laughs> and of course we just play, you know, we know that we can get the tech working if we, we want, but we don't. Can we get a fake gun, but they don't know it's fake? No. <laughs> that's, that's a problem, right? It would be amazing if we both killed ourselves <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> it would be amazing. It would be amazing. I mean, what if we both killed ourselves and left all of our money to the University of Austin? It's an endowment. It's an endowment. Yeah. I mean, so what gonna, if what if I just put a gun in my mouth? Right. Okay. And I was yeah. like, I'm leaving all my money. And you can barely hear me. <laughs> it's an endowment. For the University of Austin. Barry Weiss will know how to spend it. Yeah. Barry Weiss will know how to spend all this money. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then I just blew my brains out. You'd be remembered. Sure. I mean, you would you would edge out Budge Wire, I think. Sure. You'd be the new Budge Wire. Will we have... We're not going to have a we're guest. We're going to have me on live TV, though. No, no one will care. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> can't, you can't get anyone to care about anything in this country anymore. You blow your own brains out at the Beacon Theater. You can't even get anything. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to have a guest. What kind of guest do you think? Like, I don't know. Oh, you mean for the podcast? Yeah, it'd be hilarious to just have a guest. Can we, can we get... Um, like Muffy Potter Aston or a New York socialite? They're yeah. not gonna come on, probably. Uh can we get a criminal? We, can, we, can we get Robert Blagojevich? Here's what might be funny. Could we get Curtis Sliwa? I would yeah, I think we probably could. There's something funny about Curtis Sliwa. He would be amazing. Did he get any votes? He was a Republican candidate. So maybe not. I, I love that article in the day of the election when he showed up with his cat. Yeah. And then he was just screaming like there was a problem. He's like, arrest me. Arrest me. I want him to be mayor. 
Yeah, and then the other guy, Eric Adams, who like clearly doesn't live in the city, yeah. was like driving on the sidewalk. Yeah. It's absurd. I, I I wonder who we could uh get. I could get Curtis Lewa. I think we could get Curtis Lewa. Oh yeah. That's totally doable. <laughs> yeah, he just walks on stage with his cat. Can you ask him like does he, do they have a but like can he come dressed as a guardian angel though? I think he dresses like that all the time. Yeah. Did you see that commercial he had with like the homeless guy? No. Where he's like the, the homeless guy sobbing and he's going like, oh, because he's outside some like mental institution yeah. going like, they're not keeping track of these other people. They're letting them out. We got putting people back in here. And there's like homeless guy shows up with no shirt and then like a, a bandana on his head. And he starts going like, yeah, man. And he's like, I got like, whatever, like and screaming. And he goes, it's not, he starts crying. And then Kirsten was like, kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Like, you know, they, they should, they, we should be taking care of you. But the absurd thing is, like, they make this into a commercial that I see on Jeopardy. Stern talked, told me about this. He yeah. said it was amazing. It's, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's, and he's like, Curtis Sliwa cares about the homeless. Like, you put him in the campaign ad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at a guy who spent a good amount of his career inventing fake crimes. Yeah. By the way, Dirk. Did he do that? Oh, Chris Sliwa invented fake crimes. What do you mean? He rescued people from pretend crimes. Really? Yes. He would set up fake crimes and then say that the guardian angels rescued someone. It was a complete fraud. Oh, wow. No, you could look it up. He it's got caught like doing oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He's admitted it. He's like, I was younger. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. What no. was his end game with that? To just, he wanted to be like the fucking the Gotham City. Like the, <laughs> He wanted to be Batman. I don't know. The guy wanted to be like <laughs> some like uh, the Avenger running around New York City like... He was psychotic. Wow. Uh, you think he'll talk about that? I don't think he's going to come on. I think he would. I don't think he will. He just lost a mayor. What, what else he got going on? He's not moving into, you These know. These people are so crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you know, the, the uh, what's the guy's name on succession that he's going to be president? The son. The, like, oh, no Cam, uh, Cam, yeah. What's his uh, name? Cam? Cam? Not Cam. Cam. Uh, Conrad. Or Con Con Connor. 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 Yeah. So Connor from Succession, the, the, the nothing child, yeah. who's like, thinks he's going to be president. People like Caitlyn Jenner and people like Curtis Lewis, they're that crazy. They're I, like nuts. No, yeah, they are. But Curtis Lewis is nowhere near Caitlyn Jenner level. He's got nothing going on. That's true. Caitlyn has a lot more of a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, like, she wouldn't do what they She wouldn't yeah. do our show. Imagine, boy. by the way, no, no, but imagine hearing that, like, an advisor sitting down with Curtis Lewis going, <laughs> you were nowhere near. Caitlyn Jenner. Like, we can't even I get mean, you. Regardless of the Kardashian thing, Olympic uh, hero. No, but I mean, in Chris terms, of, I mean, like, in terms of electability, Caitlyn's much higher. Oh, yeah. Much higher. And yeah. That's got to be amazing to hear. Right. Like, Caitlyn is much higher than you. Yeah. You have no chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who are we going with? Caitlyn Jenner uh, all day. Right. Over you. You fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Curtis Sliwa. If do you, do you, do you think you'd ever run? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. Too. I, 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 I think look, I'll run. I wonder I if I, run. I wonder if it's delusions of grandeur, but I would definitely. Uh, I can see myself as being an, uh, an autocrat. Well, it definitely is delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yeah. But that's a funny thing. Like, if me and you moved to like a little shitty city, we yeah. like Portland or something. Maybe not Portland, it's too left wing, but like somewhere we could kind of. I could be the mayor of Cleveland. I yeah. We probably could. Yeah. That's the shitty thing. You probably could. Yeah. That's how low rent America is right yeah. now. 
They're like, no one wants to be the mayor of Cleveland. Right. It's the worst job. There's a few restaurants who are okay. Like the, there's I probably get to meet co- LeBron James once or twice. Yeah, maybe. There's nothing cool about being the mayor of Cleveland. No, not much. That's what's kind of- a lot of problems in Cleveland. Huge. <laughs> Nobody wants that gig. Yeah. So that's how you know America's on its way out. Yeah. Is that being a mayor of one of our major cities now, the perks do not outweigh the problems. No. At all. You'd much rather work at any other company. That being said, uh, you gotta work it. That's why the, you, you look. There's definitely businesses in Cleveland that want you to look the other way. Not a lot, really. Not a lot. And let me tell you this: this is why all the people doing these jobs now are criminally insane. Yeah. Like when you look at like Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're like, "There's nothing cool about being a congressman anymore. Right. No one gives you can't get anything done. Who gives a fuck? The grift is dead. The grift is over. So the people that are doing it are lunatics. Right? People are like, why are these lunatics? I'm like, there's nothing left. Right. The, um, the, the, the carcass has been skinned. I think I can make a like my own version of the squad. Yeah. I think you could do I, 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 I have a. What if you and four really foul white guys <laughs> were f- like out progressive the squad? The guts. Like if, if you and like four fat, like three fat Midwestern guys became the new squad and you were to the left of like Ilhan Omar. But, but our catchphrase is, yeah. we've got guts. Yeah. Like we've got guts. guts. You go, no military. <laughs> No police. Federal amendment banning the military, banning police. <laughs> and be like, I'm sick of these bitches. And you point to Ilhan Omar and Nancy, go, I'm sick of these bitches with their half measures. We got guts. Stop stealing our surplus value. <laughs> it's just you and three other guys, and it's just like uh, two tons of fun. <laughs> the squad. <laughs> what would they call you guys? The, the squawk? The, the, the squish. The squish. <laughs> the squad is being pressured by the squish. The squish is four Midwestern gentlemen, all about 450 pounds, who are incredibly progressive. They've endorsed things like banning the military and all police. While the squad thinks that a lot of what the squish wants to do is unrealistic, the squish says that the squad is just playing old, dirty politics. <laughs> You could be the spokesman for the squish. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious of grandeur. The squish. (laughs) You say thin people are an attack (laughs) on fat people. The existence of thin people is an attack on fat people. I'm all about inclusiveness. Inclusivity. Inclusivity. Yeah. The squish. (laughs) Like, you see like AOC being like, I think we've had a lot of productive dialogue with the squish. (laughs) I think the squish. The squish will not compromise with the squad. Let me be clear about that. We will not be countdown. We will not be waylaid. Yeah. She's like, I I understand where the squish comes from, but I think politically the squish has not accomplished anything. Listen to me. The squad is politically irrelevant. They're out of touch. And they're (laughs) under the boot of the squish. Squish. Just four fat lard ass. <laughs> this is <laughs> communism now. We're constantly, we're constantly have to like replace each other. Yeah. With like new fat people. We keep dying of heart attacks. Yes. People keep dropping dead. Yeah. People Because <laughs> we're all like, we're all like crooked cokeheads who are fat. So it's yeah. just, you know, 
like Rob four times, like, yeah, communism now. He starts screaming. I was beat red, screaming, yeah. sweating into a microphone. Yeah. The morbidly obese anarchist known as the Squish. <laughs> you, you, you like, you're trying to direct Antifa, like, to get them into traffic. Like, Thomas Jefferson made Hitler look like a lapdog. <laughs> The Squish have endorsed removing all monuments from all federal <laughs> buildings immediately. Let's burn this flag. <laughs> There's a campaign in of you outside of a Jimmy John's burning a flag. Let burn, you, you fascist pigs. I mean, it's a, it's a root. Yeah. It's a root. Look, honestly... If I told you 30 years ago that some Congress the squad explained that to you, oh, you'd laugh me out of the room. Absolutely. No, the squish is going to happen. The squish could happen. <laughs> and, you know, like the New York Post will run headlines, squash the squish. <laughs> I just think, hey, I just think it could happen. Go to the University of Austin. Mm -hmm. Sign up. Start your life. Start your life. It's going to be good. <laughs> good night.